always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that the greater one fights for you. Welcome to your daily cup of inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs. I am founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 not-for-profit organization that distributes free online resources all around the globe. Our purpose and desire is to strengthen you in your faith and help you to be all that God has destined you to be. I am so happy you are here again. What a blessing it is. And if it's your first time, welcome to the Daily Cup family here live in the studio from Buffalo, New York. It is a beautiful morning. I'm not sure what time you're listening to this, but I pray that you are blessed and favored of the Lord. These podcasts that you hear, they are available for you as a free resource. Go ahead and stream them, download them on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, DeannaHobbs.com. You can head over to YouTube under my Deanna Hobbs channel. Many of you are beginning to subscribe there by pushing on that red subscribe button. And every time a podcast is uploaded, you receive a notification. Let's get into today's podcast with a prayer. God, thank you, our Father, for loving us so much that you would send us to receive this powerful word from you. I pray that you would give revelation to the individual listening so that they can be all that you've called them to be in the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at this picture of you, my husband Kenya said yesterday. I was quite curious about what photo he was referencing, so he walked over to me holding his laptop and he showed me the photograph on the screen. Oh my goodness, I said, grinning. I haven't seen this in years. It was an image of me from like 2004. In fact, it was my very first professional photo shoot for my business website. I was very nervous and uncomfortable in front of the camera. I did not know what to do with my face or arms. Anybody else bad with pictures? Inside, I was screaming, help, somebody come save me, please. But I tried my best to just kind of regulate my breathing like, relax, Deanna, and listen to his posing advice. A few times he had to physically position my head, push on my chin, and move my little stiff arms. My face started quivering after a while. My lips were trembling. I was stiff as an icicle along the edge of a roof. Relax that smile, he told me. You look tense. I was thinking, it's not a look, sir. I am tense. More like terrified. I wanted out of that studio and that cheap suit I was wearing. (laughs) Well, once the shoot was over, yes, I survived. I was relieved. And when I got the call telling me the proofs were ready, I didn't know what to expect. But to my surprise, the photos came out really beautifully. And I was thinking back in 2004, how in the world did this photographer manage to capture such a great picture? Who was that girl in the image leaning forward Arms folded, smiling, looking at the camera like she knew she was a child of the king. It was me. Look at God. Won't he do it? Well, the image portrayed something different from what I felt inside. My inward emotions betrayed my outward expression. The photographer showed me how to project an air of confidence when I had none in that moment. I had wanted to run off set, but thank God I didn't. Had I sided with my feelings over my divine purpose, there would have been 
been no photo shoot and no public relations photograph. And that's why I couldn't let my feelings of inadequacy, uncertainty, and discomfort stop me from doing the will of God. I pressed on and God blessed me. He prospered my effort. God shows up for us in every way we need him to when we're obedient to his will. That's the key. Despite the fear we feel inwardly, no matter the emotional battles we must fight, if we don't give up, he'll make us fruitful in the things we're called to do. I don't know. You might be listening to this podcast and feeling scared or unsure and anxious about some things right now, just like Gideon did in Judges 7. Gideon, who was one of Israel's judges, had a serious inferiority complex, yet God used him to deliver the Israelites out of the hands of the Midianites, this treacherous and ruthless enemy. The situation had gotten really bad for God's chosen ones. God allowed them as judgment to be handed over to the Midianites. And these terrible and merciless men stole Israel's crops and cattle and reduced them to starvation and poverty. Whenever the enemy would come into the territory to raid the land, the Bible says they came on droves of camels, too numerous to count. And they stayed until the land was stripped bare. As I said, the situation was bad, really bad. So when God called Gideon to deliver Israel and end their punishment for failure to reverence and obey him, he was over by a wine press, hiding grain from the Midianites, feeling scared, just like everybody else in Israel was at that time. When the Lord showed up, though, he greeted fear-filled Gideon by calling him mighty warrior and letting him know he was the chosen one. Gideon felt anything but mighty, so he, like Moses did in Exodus 4, began offering up reasons why he shouldn't be the one. In verse 15 of that sixth chapter of Judges, Gideon said, but Lord, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I am the least in my entire family. When it was all said and done, though, in Judges 7, we see that Gideon went on and won the victory. God reduced his army from 32,000 to just 300 men and still defeated the Midianites. I just love how God used Gideon to prove the point that it's not our strength or our ability that makes the battle possible to win. It is our divine selection, anointing, and the power of God resting on us that makes us equipped for the battle. What's impossible for man is possible for God. What seems unwinnable in the eyes of man, you've already won. Gideon, who was also given the name Jerob Baal, meaning Baal will contend, obeyed God's command to tear down his own father's altars to the false god Baal, as well as the Asherah pole, which was erected to honor the goddess Asherah in Judges 6.25. Jerob Baal, which also means to grapple, indicated that Gideon had picked a fight with Baal. And if this false god had a problem, he should contend, grapple, take up the battle with this God-ordained warrior. Now, you and I both know that no false god has any power to do anything against a true believer. God chose Gideon even though he was a little scared because the Lord knew he could trust him to tear down the altars of false gods, offer pure, acceptable, and pleasing sacrifices, and get Israel back to a place where they recognized that God is the only true and living God. The battle was already won. The enemy you're looking at cannot contend with the God you serve. Who is this word for today? Listen to me. You've got to know without any doubt that First John 4, 4 is true that says greater is he that is in you than he 
that is in the world. Tell your fears, God is greater. Tell your enemies, God is greater. Tell your issues, God is greater. No matter what comes your way, the greater one, the greatest one of all is on your side. It matters not who or what the enemy is. God is greater. So lift up your head today. Don't you walk around with your head hung down. Be strong. Walk with authority. Talk like you know who you are. You and I, we are children of the king. His hand is on your life. His anointing has equipped you. You are fortified and prepared for every good work. If you've been worried, anxious, stressed, or discouraged by the opposition you see, God sent this podcast so Deanna Hobbs could tell you whether your Midianite battle is sickness, doubt, financial pressure, family issues, emotional problems, legal wars, career stagnation, whatever it is. The greater one is fighting the battle for you to encourage you to stand firm and remind you that you don't have to ever kowtow to the enemy. Despite how intimidating the enemy appears to be, I'm stirring a reminder of who you serve into your cup of inspiration today. It's found in Jeremiah 10, 6 in the New International Version. And it says this, no one is like you, Lord. You are great and your name is mighty in power. As you drink down the contents of your cup, remember that our great and mighty God is for you. Whatever weapon the enemy has formed against you cannot and will not prosper. Satan's plans will not succeed. You are an overcomer. You are victorious. Now let's pray. God, the enemy is coming against my friend forcefully, but I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. And I ask that you help them to remember that your power is greater whenever they're feeling weak and dismayed and intimidated by the attack. Help them to remain confident in you and declare your word according to Romans 8 and 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We thank you for the victory that was already won for us. In the name of your precious son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So we give you high praise and we say, Hallelujah. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.